Hello friends, and welcome to what usually is a tradition unlike any other, the Masters, presented by CBS. What would have been the 84th playing of the Masters has been brought to a screeching halt, but there will be a tournament in November in 2020. While everyone is social distancing or in quarantine, the thoughts of green jackets and white dogwoods will be on the minds of every golfer, and the aroma of azaleas will permeate our senses. The only redeeming factor in this crummy situation is that Tiger Woods is your defending Masters champion. The thoughts and memories of Tiger's return to glory will forever be etched in our hearts and in our minds. I have a feeling that every golfer will break out their Masters gear this April and make a pimento cheese sandwich with an Arnold Palmer and rewatch the 2019 Masters. There is hope on the horizon. The Augusta National Membership announcing today there will be a tournament in November in 2020. Some would-be headlines with Tiger Woods win his sixth green jacket, taking that one step closer to undisputed title of greatest golfer ever. Will Rory keep social distancing himself from the green jacket? Rumors are that Tommy Fleetwood is disqualified due to his hair being found, quote, distasteful by the Augusta National membership. There has been a murder in Savannah, no wait Augusta. Unreliable and conflicting reports say that Brooks Kepka was caught on camera overnight burying Brandel Chambly after last year's comments. And unconfirmed reports also suggest that Patrick Reed's shovel was also left at the scene. Justin Thomas and Ricky Fowler have been with, seen with left-handed clubs. Since they don't have green jackets, why not make this year's tournament memorable just like 10 Cup? Here's what we know right now. Tiger Woods is your defending Masters champion. And if he gets to wear that green jacket a little longer, we're okay with that. Golf of the Masters will be back this November. On behalf of my colleagues here at the Par, stay safe out there, and we'll see everyone again at the Masters. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Three Under Par podcast. Social distancing style. This is a golf podcast where little white balls life. I'm your host, Scotty T. Scott Terrell, and I'm joined by my co-host, KJ and T-Bone from Houston, Texas, but far apart from each other. Fellas, how's it going? Good. A little weird. Yeah, right? T-Bone, how you doing, man? You're looking a little dark over there. Yeah, I'm figuring out the lighting over here. Uh, working out. That's that's maybe a little better angle. Not Which really. I'm glad that we ended up doing this. It was T Bone's idea. You know, credit to him. Uh, I think it was the right decision. Well, but KJ, well, well, it's not going to happen that often. So just yeah. let it ride. Okay? okay. Don't let it get to your head. But KJ and I, we were out playing golf yesterday, uh, the Masters Disasters Tournament, because this week would be Masters Week. Right. Okay, just think back even two years ago. We had the Shell Houston Open the week before the Masters, and then we had Masters. And now come 2020, fast forward, we have none of that. It's a weird time right now. April has consistently been, like, my favorite month in golf every year. And now it's just, like, it's not even a bad week. It's like a non-existent month at all. It's just ridiculous. Right. Yeah, and I would always say April was probably my favorite month just because March. it's the very tail end of March Madness. Maybe you get that championship game, 
and then you get the Masters, obviously. Baseball's starting around the corner. October, though, has got to be the best month, objectively, because you have, like, all the sports that are going on. But big news this week, Masters coming out. We're going to talk a little bit about that. We're going to talk some Davis Love Third. We're going to talk about Houston Open. Who knows what else? Because we're doing this through Zoom, free credit to Zoom, and we're on a time crunch because nobody wants to pay for the <laughs> extended <laughs> version, which is understandable. So follow us on social media at 300ParPod, the number three, 300ParPod on Twitter and Instagram. Subscribe, rate, and review. Give us that five-star rating. If you're here on YouTube, thanks for being with us. Uh, new video dropping Wednesday, I think. It was actually the intro of this video, so we're just going to cut that out shortly. Ugh, master's news though uh five-star rating on apple podcast you know the drill tell a friend about the podcast too look we're all social distancing we're quarantined got nothing to do but listen to podcast listen to three on a par uh fellas anything new with y'all that's going on anything new to report even no just that tournament yesterday was a lot of fun i thought t-bone you were out playing golf a few times this week right yeah i can't really remember days anymore but uh, I played yesterday. Um, I say this a lot, but it's looking more and more like I'm full on a tennis guy now. <laughs> you can't say that. T-Bone, I thought you were all in on golf about a month ago because you were saying, hey, like, I'm getting to the point where like, I can't handle it being this bad anymore, frankly. So <laughs> what changed? Uh, I played really bad again. And I'm just tired of the charade. It's, it's a lost cause. Um, Did you play Jersey Village? Uh, first of all, getting my home course right. It's Jersey Meadows. And, <laughs> my bad. <laughs> uh, played Houston National. But I don't know. The game's off the tee. I'm, golf isn't fun when you can't find your tee shot ever. So uh, <laughs> I have to go back to the drawing board. It's a matter of when I'm going to go back to it. Cause it, as of right now, I'm going to, I'm going to hold off. The king of backyard bombs, huh? T-Bone. Actually, that's a funny story. <laughs> so I knew it was going to be a long day before I even got to the course. Cause I was waiting for my ride and I found a pink, uh, a sleeve of pink Volvix in my drawer, probably from the late 1990s, but I was like, fuck it. <laughs> I'll, I'll give these a, a whirl today. Okay. So I go ahead. I'm waiting for my ride in the front yard, and I'm just chipping in the front yard. Chip one, blade it, goes right to the bushes, and I already had a lost ball in the day. I couldn't find it in the bushes, so just <laughs> my warm-up chipping in my front yard, I already had a lost ball. And that's – I mean, there's no way you're going to go off of that. Oh, that's phenomenal. <laughs> It was pink too. It was a pink Volvic. Those aren't. Those How did you lose pink. that in bushes? Yeah. At least it wasn't a car. At least you didn't yeah. hit a neighbor's car. Yeah. So struggling. Solid. Yeah. Scotty played the Wilson staffs at the uh, tournament. That was interesting. Yeah. So like, we we did have into the first hole and it bounces <sighs> like. 15 feet past his ball mark. <laughs> oh, gosh. I know. And the greens were terrible out there, too. It was like, you know, I was trying to hit it like a little spinner or whatnot and just kicked forward. Uh, you know, it's been it – was, so last week was the first week that we missed uh, an episode of the pod for the first time in a while. Uh, that's on me, my bad fellas, <laughs> on that. But, yeah, I moved into a new house. So that's – or moving the process. So that's pretty big news. But bachelor party got canceled. But we all went and played golf 
finally, first time I think all three of us finally played at Hearthstone. Shout out to, I want to give a shout out to my roommates, Garzon Lopez. They were on the episode, what, three weeks ago now? Whenever this first came out. And they gave me Wilson Staff golf balls. It's like a running inside joke. I can't really explain it right right now, but they like monogrammed it. Scotty T's play like a champion because Gary Woodland is Wilson Staff guy and he won the US Open. So they say like, oh, championship golf, like whatever. So shout out to those guys for giving me the Wilsons. But man, they they travel off the tee, but you cannot spin yeah, them. You can't spin them at all. So yeah. we played the Master Disasters tournament, KJ. And son of a bitch, we lost by one again. It's that's a reoccurring theme out there. We always get sniped by one stroke. And it's only there. Yeah. It's so T Bone, we shot fifty six, right, in a four man scramble. And traditions, that's usually like in the past it's been the Monday qualifier for the Houston Open. So it's not it's it's a tough course. I mean, you know traditions. Yeah. And so we shot fifty six. Four-man scramble, pretty happy about that. KJ was playing well. I was rolling the rock well. It was – we probably left, like, maybe one out there. And we lost by one again. That's, like, the fourth time at yeah. that specific course we have lost by one shot, and it's pissing me off. I don't really think we left anything out there. I, I, I can't imagine, like, maybe that par three, but that par three was playing, like, 220 into the wind. All the par threes were, like, 200-plus yeah. into the wind. It was crazy. So that's yeah. why we don't feel like we, and we had three Eagles. So it's like, we weren't leaving that many out there. Yeah, no shit. We did have three Eagles. Oh gosh. There were two par fours we par that we probably would want back, but they were tough par fours. Yeah. Water, water pens tucked, whatever. But it was, um, I'm, I'm, I'm sick and tired of finishing second out there. Let's put it that way. It's ridiculous. It's, yeah. It's, it's even more, Kind of obvious to me. It's got to be an inside job. Somebody, somebody works there's got to have, got to have connection to whoever keeps winning these tournaments, because usually it's one guy and every every group group changes, but one guy is always there. And we didn't even have a scoreboard this this tournament, so it wasn't like they could just look at the lowest number and post something. So I don't know. That'll be the great conspiracy of 2020. Like a little mini segment of golf gossip. Do what? It is, it's well, a mini segment of golf gossip, right, Steven? Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Talk. I mean, some, some, yeah, we're going to have to look into it. I, I like that. Yeah. There's definitely something going on. Because we were abiding by the social distancing rules that are in place at golf courses, which is great. Um, I mean, they did a really good job staggering tee times. That course, I, I literally told KJ, I think it was like on the fourth or fifth hole, I was like, why don't we play here more often? Because that course was sick. The tradition is at Cyprus. It's, it's generally in great condition the, as far as the entire golf course, but it's always the greens. It's iffy on the greens. Sometimes their greens are great, and it's an awesome golf course. Sometimes those greens get a little spotty like they were yesterday, Oof. especially during the summer. If they're spotty and they get crusty, that's when you get the bouncing butts all day. Yeah, they were really rough shape out there. But let's get on to some PJ Tour news, news because we are – yeah, golf podcast and um before we dive into the masters that's where we're going to spend a lot of our time I want to give a shout out to the love family davis love the third their house burned down actually about a week ago now or so and uh that stinks so definitely want to keep their thoughts and prayers in our minds but i'm glad at least nobody was injured right t-bone is do we see that correctly 
Yes, sir. All right. So shout out to them. Hopefully, uh, look, that, that kind of stuff is devastating, but as long as everybody's safe, that's great. So let's move on. The big question really is like, really just with sports world in general, when is sports going to pick back up? And since this is golf, we're going to focus on golf. Big news coming out this week. Massive. T-Bone, take it away. Because this is like golf gossipy. The whole thing is kind of golf gossip with no tournaments, I feel like. But T-Bone, what you got on this topic? I think any just relatively relative golf fan knows what happened today. The uh, Masters is officially rescheduled to the week of November 9th. Right? November Correct. 9th. Um, and it's going to be the last major of the year. And it is going to be a compact, awesome schedule to end the year. I, I think we have, um, in addition to that, we got the PGA Championship on the calendar, U.S. Open and Ryder Cup, all in about a two-month span, ranging from September to November. So normally that's when the golf season's winding down. Right. But uh, this is going to be pretty awesome. This one's going to be picking back up. I think it's the first – I think about a week or two ago they announced the rescheduled date for the Women's U.S. Open. But other than that, I think this is really the first sport that's rescheduled basically the season. Put it on the calendar. So – that's exciting. I was starting to get pretty damn anxious without having a Masters this year. But now the fact that we're probably going to have two in the six-month period is fantastic. It's as good as it gets. I mean, obviously, it's not as good as it gets because I wish the Masters was like this week. But um, all things considered, you got to be happy as a golf fan today. Definitely. KJ, what you thinking on that, man? Yeah, I love it. It is going to be jam-packed, um, but I think it's going to be great. I, I hope they at least get, you know, some of the bigger tournaments in between now and the Masters. You know, some of the name tournaments, you know, not majors or anything, but get some of those tournaments that have been pushed from, you know, maybe the Valero Texas Open gets back on sometime. That'd be nice. Um, mm-hmm. I hope they get to play a few tournaments that are somewhat name brand before they get in there. Yeah, that's a really interesting point I hadn't thought about is all the other tournaments, you know, really like, yes, this is supposed to be the Masters week. So the Masters is on the front of our mind being rescheduled for November, which is great. We were thinking October originally was what the rumors were, but, uh, you know, I hadn't really thought about like the 3M Open in Minnesota or uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's in Detroit or Minnesota. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. British Open's gone. That's a bummer. I'm just thrilled that we have three out of the four majors and a Ryder cup on the calendar. That's true. Yes, British sir. Open is completely canceled. Everything else is rescheduled. Uh, to touch on it real quick, U.S. Women's Open is rescheduled for December, if I remember correctly, first week of December, which that is literally close to home for us at Champions Golf Club in Houston. Right. Uh, so that's good. December golf is generally pretty good. Um, 
here in Houston. So the first scheduled PGA Tour event is actually, gosh, they keep changing the name of it, but Colonial. It's at Colonial. The Charles Schwab Challenge at Colonial Country Club, May 21st through 24th. So uh, to put a bow on it, man, they, they have to reschedule a lot of things, including the FedEx Cup playoffs. Um, Ryder Cup, though, I think is still the same week, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, here we go. The Open is canceled. PGA moved to August, which is like the original date. Um, that'll be interesting. I think San Francisco's fine in August, right? Scaff, what you laughing about? You got some dogs over there? In France, fine year-round. Hey, <laughs> T-Bone's got the puppy. Nice. The Ryder Cup is still keeping the same date, September 25th through the 27th. Masters is – dude, how about this? You have the U.S. Open, and then the week after that is the Ryder Cup. That's sick. What? How do you – I mean, mentally, how do you prepare for that? Whatever you got going into that week is just you're going to have to go roll with it. It's not like you're going to be doing much in between the U.S. Open and the Ryder Cup. <laughs> you're it's just not much practice it. time in between, right? Yeah. On U.S. soil. Yeah, because the Ryder Cup's at Hazeltine in Minnesota. U.S. Open's at Wingfoot. What's that, Scaff? Can you imagine having the Ryder or the U.S. Open and then having to go overseas? Oh, That'd be rough. You gotta be mentally drained after a U.S. Open, dude. Mentally drained. And then the Masters is what two weeks after the Ryder Cup? Uh, no, it's gonna be a little bit because the Ryder Cup September twenty fifth through the twenty seventh, and the Masters is November twelfth. Okay. Through the fifteenth, so you got about six weeks. Let's get ready for it. Um, so to put this all in a bow on it, it sucks right now, like. Everybody is staying home. Like, thank goodness we can still play golf if you abide by the social distancing rules. This spring has sucked with no March Madness, with no opening baseball. Masters is canceled. This blows. But think about this. August of 2020, let's say, like, the sports world resumes by then, all the way through July of 2021, so give that a year, 365 days, you're going to have two PGA championships two U.S. Opens, two Masters, a British Open, a Ryder Cup, and the Olympics. Let's go. It's, it's going to be stacked, man. You know, some of the pros were complaining about how intense the schedule was last year. <laughs> Imagine next year yeah. with that schedule. It's going to seem like every week is a major tournament. It's crazy. So, uh, of course, though, if you go on social media, you have the naysayers that are like, oh, Masters, not good. In November, the course is going to be different. KJ, do you think the course is going to look different at all in November, or do you think we won't care? It's still the Masters. I want to see it. I'm not going to care at all. You can put the Masters at any day, any fucking time of the year, and I would watch it nonstop. Yeah. No doubt. I agree with that. I mean, the, the only thing I could possibly think of is – Maybe, you know, it's a little bit colder, obviously, than April than in uh, November, but maybe the ball's traveling just a little bit less, but I don't think so. I don't think anything much. I don't have much sympathy for that. They're pros. They'll figure it out. Uh, also, I mean, it does conflict with 
college football as well. Uh, and I take for that as you will, but I mean, college football is sick. I love college football. So it's like, if you have the choice between the masters and watching college football, depending on the games, it's going to be tough sometimes, but I think most people would opt for the masters. Oh possibly, yeah, for sure. Possibly. Or go to, go to a, one of those split screens, dude. Get, get you a nice little masters viewing studio set up. Uh, the picture in picture. Yeah. Uh, kind of like what we're doing right now, right? What's up, Zoom? Yeah. <laughs> man, I saw, man, I saw something that was like, I think Georgia is playing. Okay, Tennessee plays Georgia on November 14th at Georgia. So Georgia has a home game the week of the Masters. Interesting. That's big. You know what? I don't care at the end of the day. I'm glad the Masters is back. I'm just glad it's finally set in stone. It's official. It's back. And a world that is just crazy. A lot is going on, as everybody knows, for the last month. This is like the first good news, really. Right? Yeah. Seems like it's just starting to turn in the right direction. T-Bone, does this give you a half job? <laughs> the one thing I want to say, though, like, is this for sure going to happen? Debbie Downey. I mean, yeah. way, to, way to turn the mood there, T-Bone. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we've got – I don't know. We just got like a two-shot lead, but there's still six holes left to play. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And there's houses down both sides. <laughs> I mean, who knows? Backyard bombs. It's – uh, I'm excited now, but let's – I don't know. <laughs> keep it real here. Yeah, I don't know. Scott, you look disappointed. I mean, this is this is. I don't want to hear that, Scaff. I just don't want to hear that. Nobody's been through this is unprecedented like situation here. Like, no, this has never happened before. It's a like, global the whole world hasn't shut down. Yes. So, I don't know. Yeah. No, it'll be good. Timo's talking about hitting the balls in front yards over here off the tee. Like, come on, bro, believe in something. <laughs> Not even backyards, huh? You're going. No. You're going back here. Yards over the house, front yards, huh? That's way straight, offline. Straight front yards, <laughs> yeah. Like bypassing the windows, we're going for the car at that well, point. I guess, I guess the further he hits it, the further he hits it offline. That's why it's backyard bombs. That's true. So what? I like to have a gallery in the front yard. Neighbors can watch. <laughs> well, when you like, hit it into the gallery, huh? When you hit it into the gallery in the front yard, you got to sign some gloves. Yeah. Hey, I found a video when we were playing at Stone last weekend, and Scaff hit it into somebody's backyard when they were having a pool party. Yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, that was a, like one on Jack, wasn't it? Uh, uh, no, it was the par five. No, it was the um, second hole. On, it was our third nine we played, and it was the second hole. So it's the par four straight away with uh, water on the right and back. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. So two, two on Jack. Yeah. And I rope hooked a driving iron uh, into the backyard and it was going in pretty heavy. I saw a pool party going on and I was like, Oh my God. Like <laughs> I've hit that same fucking pool so many times trying to hit a cut off that left side and <laughs> double cross it. 
a little kid comes up to the fence. He goes, hey, mister, you hitting a Titleist 3? And I was like, <laughs> yep, that's me. Doctor's <laughs> was good. Um, oh, that's hilarious. I've hit that pool so many times, so don't feel bad. <laughs> good, good. Uh, we're bouncing around a lot here, but another thing with the schedules we didn't even talk about um, original, when this news came out this morning, the Masters was on the same week as the Houston Open. And I think we were just like, we don't give a shit, even though we're a golf podcast in Houston. That's how much the, the Masters means. But <laughs> I think the Houston Open has officially been moved to the week before, which is huge. It usually is the week before, so. Not when it's in November. Sense. Huh? Not when it's in November. Well, I know, but if you're moving everything, if you're moving everything, you know, evenly. Yeah. I mean, it felt like once the Houston Open did get moved towards the end of the year, it almost felt like the tournament was over. But this has given us a little spark. We're back in the game. We're the week uh, prior prep to the Masters. I love it. Let's go. That is true, T-Bone. Right before we we started recording, you said we were the week before. And we're like, "Ah, okay, cool. All is right in the world. We're back to our usual but not usual spot at a new golf course, too. This is going to be really interesting how this plays out. Is Memorial Park shut down? Yes. It is? Okay. Yeah, unfortunately, because, like, the city – or because Memorial Park is run by the city of Houston, and the city of Houston is virtually shut down. I mean, with the shelter-in-place order – and so that includes most of the parks as well, which is run by the Parks Department. Parks and Rec, shout the lesson. Nope. Um, <laughs> yeah. Man, that's true. So we might, we might actually get a good field next or this year. Well, I mean, the, if you look at it, you know, back in the day when it was right before the Masters, um, the field was always kind of iffy, you know. Like, growing up, going to the show, you never have, like, the top ten players there. Right. You know? I think the thing is you just have those guys like Phil and I think Spieth. And there's a decent number of guys. It doesn't really matter where it is. They're going to play the week before a big tournament. Yeah. That's true. You know, a a lot of people like to just play into major championships. Um, I think Tiger – doesn't because that's what Jack used to do. He used to take the week off before major championships, but then you got Brooks Kepka who plays his way in or Jordan Spieth, like you said, Scaff. So, I mean, before Jordan won the masters, I think he finished second here in Houston. He lost in that playoff. If I'm not mistaken. Or wait, 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 that's when somebody like hit their record or they, their phone went off and Jordan's backspin on 18. Does that ring a bell? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. He was too busy drinking out of binoculars that week. Yeah, I was about to say, I, I saw him on one, which means I definitely wasn't still yeah. alive when he got, <laughs> got to 18. Um, KJ, are you talking about when the master, when we were young, when the, because the US, the Houston Open used to be after the Masters, and then we got moved to before the Masters. Which week are you talking about? No, it used to be right before – it was everybody's last chance to get into the Masters if they weren't already in. Yeah, and you're saying the yeah. field was iffy? Yeah. And, oh, dude, I, mean, I thought the field was great when it was before the Masters. Yeah, 
I mean, you just never had consistently your top 10 guys there, you know? I remember seeing one year, like, five out of the top 10 players of the world were there. That was probably the best field it's had. I mean, you never see Tiger there. Um, now, granted, he's been real up and down the last right last few years. So. Tiger doesn't really like playing in Texas. I don't know why. Uh, as, I mean, he used to feel like only played the Byron Nelson, and that's because Byron Nelson was still alive at the time. And once he died, he was like, nah, I'm not playing anymore. Yeah. Um, but I remember when we were little, it used to be the week after the Masters. Those fields were rough because everybody takes off after yeah. that. So um, I, I'm excited, though. T-Bone, I think you said it best, man. We're, the Houston Open might be back. Having some technical difficulties. <laughs> yeah, um, did y'all just get that? Tech, yeah. Sorry. Well, um, all right. I guess that might be our cue to wrap it up here pretty soon. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we're at a 40-minute mark. Is that all she wrote? You got anything else? I had something real quick if we have time. Do it. Yeah, be, yeah, be fast. So, speak, I don't know if the golf world knows this, but this was new to me or something I maybe forgot about, but it's the 10-year anniversary of Anthony Kim winning the Houston Open. And AK? I, and I was like, Every once in a while, I'm just like, what the fuck happened to him? Like every golf fan is. And I saw that potentially the reason he's not playing golf and never will is because of an insurance policy. And as when towards the end of his career, he was had a bad wrist injury, knee injury, something like that. And apparently he signed an insurance policy that was up to like 20 or $30 million. And it was voided if he ever played PJ Tour again. Well, that sucks ass. I, I've heard that before too, actually, T-Bone. It's it sucks. If it is true, it sucks. Because AK seeing the highlights, like you said on Scratch TV or whatever, he was so good. Yeah, dude, that, that he could do anything with a golf ball. I think an all-time moment, really in golf in my lifetime. I'll, let's say, let's put ti- all the Tiger moments aside was Anthony Kim beating Sergio Garcia in the Ryder Cup, 2008. He first, first group out, he just made Sergio his bitch, and it was so sick. Yeah, I remember that. With that, that belt buckle school. that he had? Yeah. I told you, that's why I got my first white belt was because of that guy. <laughs> <laughs> if you've seen him now, the most recent picture out of him, he's got super long hair, arm sleeve tatted up. So – he doesn't wow. look like a golfer anymore, but he was like he was like Haley's comet. It came and went, and I'm, I miss it. I miss AK out there on tour. He was fun to watch. For sure. Yeah, it's good nugget, T Bone. All right, thanks everybody for tuning in. We appreciate it. Zoom style, social distancing. The Masters is back. Houston Open might be back. Uh, even though there is no sports, we still got some golf to talk about, which is always, always a good thing. Follow us on social media at 300ParPod. The number three, 300ParPod, to stay up to date with all of our golf content because we can still play down here. We're here in Houston. We can play golf social distancing style, though. Uh, subscribe on YouTube. If you're here, click that subscribe button down there. 
uh, give this video a like. Tell a friend too. Look, we got nothing really to do. We're going to come up with some good golf content ideas, post it on YouTube, do it for the podcast, do it for the gram, everything in between. So tell a friend about us. We appreciate you. KJ, Scaff, are you all good, man? Good. Masters is back. I'm good. Masters is back. And T-Bone, it's going to happen. Believe it. If not, we have It'll to happen. will That's it. plenty of time from now. It'll happen. We have to will it to happen. I agree. Like, if everybody cooperates and everybody social distances appropriately, we got this. Love it. You know what kind of stinks, too, to go off on a little tangent? People are blaming millennials, which we fall into the millennial category. It's Gen Z. All the college kids are no longer millennials. Gen Z, don't mess it up. Holy shit. We're that old. I think so. When's the <laughs> when's the millennial cutoff day? Like ninety six? I have no idea. Ninety five. Lopez is our producer guy. Hey, our producer guy. Research producer, right behind the camera right there. That guy start writing checks yet? <laughs> <laughs> he might ask soon for some checks, but we need to hit one thousand subscribers on YouTube first in order to do that. So that's why you need to click subscribe here. Because we like doing it. We hope you do too. KJ. Good seeing you again. T-Bone, stay safe out there. Everybody tuning in, stay safe out there. Scott, KJ T-Bone, we'll see you soon. And remember, Little White Ball is life.